Welcome back to the PC Perspective Podcast. We have reached episode 667. This is being recorded on Wednesday, March 9, 2022. I'm Sebastian Peak. Yep. Correct. Jeremy Holstrom. I'm Josh Walrath. Also correct. Oh, I'm going to be Brett Van Spurnberg tonight. You can support us, so we keep doing this, at patreon.com slash pcper. Become one of our patrons, a patron of the PC Per Arts. And uh, I'm sure we have an update in that uh, department, don't we, Brett? You know, we do. And the first person that I want to recognize is Husky, Husky, Husky. And I don't know if you could tell, but I said each one of those slightly differently. Because they're each spelled slightly differently. But thank you very much, Husky, 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 for becoming mm. one of our most valued patron members. And then so you I wrote a special note. Accent. No, it's all, it's, you can't even tell. I mean, it's so smooth. And then I put a little special note next to this one because I mentioned that the sheer lunacy, will it ever end? Sir Bogut of Fabrication Labs strikes again. He can't be stopped. He, he's, yeah, like, it, he's like a force of patron. Manipulate your pledge and uh, have your <laughs> username read aloud every week. I I might even get the email. But we uh, know that he's, they spend that much time thinking about us to at least log in and do that. We're not, hey, that I'm not something. saying it's sad. I'm not saying that you need uh, more hobbies. It's, you know, everybody has their own but thing. you should consider doing something else. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying that either. Okay, let's move to Laramie, <laughs> Wyoming. Josh, oh. food. Is it time again? It's time. It is. <clears throat> okay, so it was almost a disaster today. Almost a disaster. I called Born in a Barn to make my order. Ring, 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 ring. We're sorry, the mailbox is full. I was like, yeah, maybe they're busy. <gasps> ring, ring, oh, ring, no. ring, ring. We're sorry, the mailbox is full. I was like, this can't be happening on a Wednesday. This can't. Don't they know who I am? And the answer to that is no. So I drove down there <laughs> thinking, thinking that they just turn off the phone because sometimes they get busy. They turn off the phone because they don't want to take orders because they're busy. And sure enough, place was locked up tight. What? I know. I know. They closed on a Wednesday. Oh, the humanity. I know. Don't- don't they know that you were the coming? Huge they, manatee. Didn't they? Didn't they know? So I, uh, I went to a different place. I, I had I had talked about this before. Mister Bill's Burgers has nothing to do with the Mister oh, Bill no. show. Oh yes. <laughs> um, I tried Mister Bill's Burgers, and I had the spicy guacamole bacon burger oh my and hmm. it was that it, it had um the um the pepper jack cheese fresh cut jalapenos guacamole bacon it's pasty fell off. did i mention bacon and the fries were good too so everything uh, this was this was actually a fantastic burger very filling even though it was yeah, a but single patty. Pasties fell off. Well, yeah, but I, I was able to put them back on. Okay. I did that for more effect than anything oh, else. Good man. So, yeah. Well, Laramie now has two pretty good burger places. Um, so I'm covered no matter what, what may come. And the selection at this new place is, is impressive. Uh, last week... Uh, my wife brought home a smoked brisket burger. It had a pretty good chunk of, of smoked brisket on top of the burger. And it was, again, a tasty, tasty thing. So, yeah, I did something different. And it came out good. Impressive. Now, Laramie, we got two good places. Wait, you said it Clay. came out good. Does that mean you've already, it's already passed? And well, everything's well, well. The one on Saturday, sure. Yeah. Oh, Clay. Yeah. Clay's made the observation. Clay Man from the uh, YouTube chat says that's a burger you could have a good time with, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And I think, I think we all know what you mean. Yeah. I yeah. just have to 
think I wonder if Bill's Burgers was like desperately trying to ramp up and open with because they knew Guy Fieri was going to be in town and it was just mm. a little bit too late. They just missed it. Yeah. 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 yeah we know that here at PC Perspective. But yeah. did so. they shut down Born in a Barn? Why was Born in a Barn closed on a Wednesday of all days? I don't know. They had a note up on the oh, on the, the uh, intrigue. On the entry, and uh, I just didn't stop and get out of my mm. car to go and look what it is. I think there yes. had been some concern in the enthusiast community, and maybe even in the professional world, who actually you know mostly uses this. But Threadripper has been dormant for a while, but it wasn't dead. And really, it's only been a year since the last new stuff came out. Threadripper Pro for the DIY market was 2021. I think Threadripper Pro came out in 2020. It has been a while yep. since we've had an update for desktop. But not anymore, kind of. Because for the professional market, again, the new series of Threadripper Pro, the 5,000 new series. It is all new. It's new architecture, Josh. Well, not new. It's new for Threadripper. It's all Zen 3. Look yes. at these skews. It still tops out at 64 and 128. 128 PCIe Gen 4 lanes, 288 megabytes of cache for the top end, the Pro 5995WX, yeah. 280-watt TDP. They didn't mention how that was split, though. It's just the combined, but still, yeah, that's it's just yeah. ungodly. And it's, once again, premiering in the Lenovo ThinkStation P620, just like the original Threadripper Pro. So you can read more about this. And I was watching Level 1 Tech's video. Wendell did a nice job covering this. And he talked to somebody and got, I think, second half for DIY for availability of the parts, which is a lot faster than, than the last time around, where it took, I think, almost a year, maybe 10 months for parts to become available on Newegg. Then we've already seen a motherboard teased that supports this new series of processors. So exciting stuff. If you want that that uplift, the faster single-threaded performance, because these have higher clocks, um, you know, the advanced architecture. So if you're into a, you know, need a workstation, this is going to be the processor you get. Mm. Mm. That's all. No, no word on mm. pricing, of course, because it's OEM only right now. So I'll just Slightly see. cheaper than an Epic. Uh, yeah. Yes. <clears throat> Apple has redefined excellence again. You thought oh, the MK the Ultra. Yes. Or I mean, sorry, <laughs> that's, M1. That's funny. That's funny, but n almost. You thought the M1 Max was powerful. What if you fuse two of them together, a la Pentium D, and create the M1 Ultra? They did it. They've. It's not just effectively two M1 Max chips. It is two M1 Max chips. They have a splashy graphic that shows you the two like meeting and then like conjoining. It's a little graphic. And then uh, they become one. Does this uh, sort of remind you a little bit of like sort of a chiplet infinity fabric kind of look to this overview, overhead view? Kind of like speaks that. Well, to yeah, they, they use kind of an EMID, uh, EMIB uh, connection between the two. So there's, there's an interposer between those oh. two puppies as far as i know yeah and look at all that look at all that memory i know and their interposer you know it's we have we've heard of infinity fabric obviously they have what is this called ultra fusion is their brand name for it apple's innovative <laughs> innovative or innovative packaging architecture that interconnects the die of two m1 max chips to create a system on a chip with unprecedented levels of performance and capabilities it's breathtaking and, uh, I mean, there is, it's a huge freaking chip too. It's 114 billion transistors. We're getting into like GPU territory here. And you can- Wait, 114 it, billion? Does that include yeah. the, uh, HBM? Mm. don't think it's so. It's gotta be because 114 billion. Yeah. Because yeah. A, a GPU is, is 11 to 14 billion. Oh, okay. So anyway. Says the SOC- has that many transistors, yes. not counting yes. the... Yes, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. So that's the HPM as well. Yeah. But like, bloody hell, like eight, nine years ago, that was a world's best supercomputer. And the, the CPU is now up to 20 cores, 64 core GPU, uh, up to 128 gigs of unified memory. Now, because they hey, are doubling up 
What what is that sixty four core GPU good for? Compute. I don't know. Absolutely Apple, nothing. Stuff. Say it again. Not games. Well, this not is not gamers. Not machine learning. Yeah, this is not really a gaming sort of thing. I think it's, it's twenty cores, isn't it? With twenty with four efficiency cores. What's the count on this again? It's sixteen and four know. is the breakdown. Sixteen and four. Okay. So they didn't so increase the efficiency cores, they increased the performance cores. Right. And yeah. okay. they've doubled up on the GPU cores. And the big deal to me is because this is a unified memory system, the bandwidth, because they've doubled the chips, it's two M1s with their memory in tow. Now it is right. 800 gigabytes per second of memory bandwidth available to the system or graphics. And allegedly, this is all completely transparent to software. Nothing has to be optimized for this. It's just going to be taken care of. So I'm curious about that. PFM. Yeah. Well, and I mean, the the single core is still just an M1 core. So it does make a certain extent as long as whatever you're running scales appropriately to the number of CPUs and doesn't have any limitations, artificial or otherwise, for the number of CPUs that its threads can be possibly. Yeah, I, I don't care about that. I'm talking about the GPU. It just, oh, it's like, oh, oh. it's... You got two separate banks of GPUs essentially connected via mm. mm-hmm. whatever that is, which I'm probably <laughs> guessing it's PCIe. Makes sense. Uh, and you're just, you know, yeah. So it's not, it's not exactly transparent. I mean, there's there's going to be doing things in the uh, OS, but again, since you're not really playing games. I know you put a lot of stock into this, but I did actually go find that Geekbench 5 metric result has leaked. I know. I just waited. I paused for you to interject that. But it has leaked, and it does put it on par with uh, single core, which was it, uh, 3990X, roughly? And it comes very close to beating it in multi-core. But remember, the important thing here is that's 20, 20 cores versus 64, right? You're yeah, but it's also what, doing a great five, job. five nanometer. Yes. Or, yeah, the process is so way they're, better. They're using way a, better. you know, a better process than oh yeah, yeah. the first generation seven nanometer so stuff from AMD. They're automatically getting orders of magnitude efficiency out of that, and but their their power yeah. draw is is really really good. Mm. They're it's a really amazing. Yeah, so that'll definitely give them. I have. Like, I feel like there is going to be quite a bit of heat. If you look at the cross section of their new studio, which is like a, it looks like two Mac minis stacked on top of each other. Yeah, I think it's taller, but yeah. More than half of it is fans. Like 50 to percent mm. of it, like 60% of it is, is cooling. Oh, they have but they brought two- Wait, is that cooling big. getting sucked up from Lowers. the bottom? Yeah, it is. It, it sure is, looks yeah. like it. Well, well that's going to get exhausted. Fun. They're, they're taking advantage the of natural sides. convection, Josh. Oh, okay. There's the exhaust. <laughs> now, remember back the, to the power Mickey supply. Mouse plug on the back. The power now, remember, supply don't is on put the lower your Mac, Don't put your <laughs> Mac Mini on the floor in the no, car. Don't do that. Do not do that. No. No, I, I think there's actually going to be a, a $2,500 uh, table-mounted fan, which is actually a case <laughs> that it now mounts on, yeah. blowing up. The Apple box fan. Apple reinvents the fan. Yes, Kent. Kent says he knew he knew it. The new Apple product sucks. There's a new universal benchmark for ray tracing. Well, it's not completely universal yet, but it works on. It's Windows. definitely free. Yeah, yep, works on Windows, Linux. It's Basemark, and you may you may know Basemark. They had a previous GPU test for PC, but they are they've been around for a long time in the mobile space. The new one is called GPU Score, and uh, Relic of Life. Yes, it's called the Relic of Life. There's a couple more coming, and one that they say will be the true, uh, like, all-platform. So I'm guessing that means mobile and desktop. But right now you can test this on Vulkan, DirectX, and you can get it for free. And this is uh, ex-FutureMark employees, so, you know, 3D Mark people made this. Oh, it was a 3D Mark people. I didn't know that. I'm waiting. Yeah, it is. And the ex-3D Mark people. That's a Apparently very it's nice, uh, nice link. Uh, I wonder if it's broken. <laughs> <laughs> Although I think I, I just installed it, it, it from there. It says it's uh, so. the link, but then it goes to nothing. Like it's, I don't know what's happening. It's not, it's so not many resolving. people used yeah, it. it loads on my end. It's on your part. 
I'll just add it in post. Let's yeah. pretend we're looking but, at the site. Now. So they, oh, they right. really spent a lot of time making sure that this is a frame by frame by frame by frame so that no matter how many times you run it, no matter what you run it on, you're going to get the same workload. And this is big because a lot of the other benchmarks are, you know, it, it's not like they've been caught out for shifting workloads around to make certain benchmarks better and others not quite as good. Are we talking about user yeah. benchmark here or what are we talking about? Well, or the uh, recent Samsung one or, uh, you know, just just about any you can dig up eventually. So, they, they, but anyways, they, they've done it from scratch and I've run it. It's amusing it. My 6800 XT just barely chugs through. It looks like Crisis 1. <laughs> um, and it's not even particularly pretty, but it's ridiculously resource intensive. So it's uh, it's an interesting thing to have in your toolbox when the, the day comes that we're allowed to buy GPUs again for less than the price of a modern car. Oh, wait, you can't buy cars anymore either. No. Hey, um, GPU prices are falling by dollars. Yes. Ryzen has had some issues with uh, stuttering. This sounds like a Windows 11 issue to me, but apparently... Yeah, it is. Yeah, because you have to have TPM, right? It's a required problem in Windows 11. It's an optional problem in Windows 10. So if you have... That's a good quote. Uh, firmware TPM, and you are running a Ryzen processor in Windows 11, you might have noticed some issues. AMD has come out and acknowledged it. They are working on an update. I think the May timeframe is when they hope to have it available. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing it's even more uh, GISA microcode. But uh, yeah. Uh, any more details about a, this we need to know? Uh, yeah, I mean, dis- disable the, uh, the, the software-based and use the uh, hardware based if it's present on your machine or you know just don't do windows 11 uh and but the interesting thing was that uh, amd has decided that the permanent solution for this is to look at intel pluton and say hey you guys aren't having problems uh maybe it's best if we try and license this and start sticking it on motherboards not a win for amd but a win for the consumer if if TPM is going to become a required thing, having it reliable and not having your system go belly up and then BitLocker ruining your life, just like ransomware would. Uh, yeah. It's kind of good that they're going to... Who, who just okay. came out and said Pluton is not for them. They're like, if Pluton does not meet our security needs <sighs> and we will not be integrating it. I, hmm. this the same kind of day, I just saw a headline and then I never even got to look at it. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, My brain. That? Yeah. I haven't even been drinking. <laughs> That's a problem. Yeah. Dell. Troll was the one. Oh, yeah. They've got their own built-in insecurities. Well, that's where oh, I saw it was a freaking Dell thing. You're just full of these quotes tonight. I'm going to write that one down, too. Now, let's pause briefly for a word from this week's podcast sponsor. If you're a software engineer, this might sound familiar. It's late at night and you're finally unwinding from work. Your phone buzzes with an alert. Something is broken. Your mind is already racing at what it could be. Server side or front end? Maybe it's networking? Or did I introduce a bug in the last deployment? Now the whole team is probably scrambling from tool to tool, messaging different people to try and find and fix the issue. That just won't happen if you get New Relic. New Relic combines 16 different monitor products that you'd normally buy separately so that software engineering teams can see across their entire stack in one place. More importantly, you can pinpoint issues down to the line of code so you know exactly where the problem happened and begin to resolve it quickly. Dev and ops teams from DoorDash, GitHub, and even Epic Games and more than 14,000 other companies are using New Relic to debug and improve their software today. Cloud native startup or Fortune 500 company, you can set up New Relic in your environment in just five minutes. The next 9 p.m. call is just waiting to happen. Get New Relic before it does and you can get access to the whole New Relic platform with 100 gigabyte of data free forever. No credit card required. Just sign up at newrelic.com slash pcper. That's N-E- E-W-R-E-L-I-C dot com slash PC per. Go and get more information at newrelic.com slash PC per. Something that we've been looking forward to for a long time, especially Josh. Josh is not Me. just an AMD fanboy. I mean, come on. It's it's obvious. Just look at him. Team Red. It's written all over his face. It is. But My nose itches. 
he's a huge <laughs> 3D Vcash fanboy. Oh yeah. What, what if That's you combine true. the two? You through, cannot say the word you know, interposer with Josh. Vias <laughs> that go, you know, and not only that, but you know, the 5000 series was designed from the ground up to be used with Vcash at a later date. Now, how forward thinking is that? It's almost like they had a roadmap and they yeah. thought of these things beforehand and designed and, them into their products in a timely huh. manner. Huh. Now Weird, it's almost like right? they've got a plan to uh, warn motherboard manufacturers not to allow overclocking on the new 3DV cache chip when it comes out. If well, these rumors can be believed. Why? why? So Heat. Here's, here's some issues. It is a stack chip. You, you can't get away from that. I mean, they've got them bonded together nicely, but you are adding another layer of active transistors to on top of more active transistors. And yeah, I'm thinking they, they, they've kept this with, uh, what, 105 watt TDP. But if you're going to be hammering on that, uh, your, your heat probably is going to increase exponentially and then your power consumption uh goes up as well because you know as the hotter the chip get the more power it pulls to to keep working and then that creates even more heat and so yeah it's probably would not be a great idea to overclock but they're still saying that you know among all these applications even though it's a uh it's a 4.5 gigahertz max boost versus 4.7 for a 5800x that you're still 15% faster in, in most games, or at least, you know, 15%. So um, this is very much, you know, a Broadwell E, I think they were called, uh, type application where they're going to release these out to the market. There are going to be people who buy them. And then we're off to Zen 4 in late summer. So the 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 timeline for the 5800 X3D is, uh, it's going to be limited. And I don't think that their production run is going to be all that huge. Um, so if you want to get one, grab one, you know, probably when they come out, because by August, they, they may just be rare as hen's teeth. I don't know how, how they're doing this. I mean, it's, it's kind of like, you know, again, going back to Intel and, and they're, uh, they're Broadwell with the eCache. Uh, they were hard to come by after a while and they were still kind of a, you know, modern. Then Skylake came along and wait, was Skylake before Broadwell or after? Just after technically. Okay. But anyway, so yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, the, the, the AMD, uh, it likes a lot of cash and it has very, very fast with the V cash and, uh, having near a hundred megabytes of memory on a single chip. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still pretty awesome. So if you have an application that just is going to love that cache, then, you know, it's going to be 460 bucks. I think, uh, the leak, uh, has says 459 is officially it. And, um, uh, you know, but it's probably another reason why we see the regular 5,800 X at $329 now, but March 30, 29th. And yeah. Motherboard guys, they're they they uh, Gigabyte's already released some uh, new BIOS with um, with that thing in tow. Well, I have support for it, and uh, other guys will be probably showing up soon because it's only twenty days away. And the three D V Cache Epic CPUs are also coming later this month, allegedly. Now those also things are friendly. Yeah, no, that's the the. <laughs> Those are actually going to find some pretty good applications. Yeah. Because a lot of this, especially, um, you know, virtual machines, they love a lot of oh, wow, cash. Yeah. yeah. VM. So they're going to, they're going to, they're going to find a niche for that, that the desktop is certainly not going to, you know, call for. Linux has been smoked by a dirty pipe, writes Jeremy Hellstrom. Please explain. Well, I don't know why everyone's upset. It's nobody's problem. I mean, nobody's going to take <laughs> advantage of this hack, which would actually be the main problem is it is the nobody account, which exists in Linux that is supposed to have essentially no permissions whatsoever, except for some very 
basic crap uh, actually can be used to literally completely own uh, a, a system. Uh, the, 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 the most wonderful thing is it can add an SSH key to the root user's account and Uh-oh. then use that key to just start a new SSH session with full root. And, you know, at that point, you, you might as well just take a flamethrower to the damn system. Uh, the, the lovely thing is that this came from someone who was really, really dedicated. It was a guy who had a customer that just kept having some files corrupt. And he spent months trying to figure out why do these files keep corrupting. It's it's not the user. It's not the hardware. It's something. Oh, look, it's a bug in the kernel. Okay, so that sucks. But at least now I know the problem. But, well, wait a second. Does that let me, like, overwrite read-only system files? Oh, yeah, it kind of does. Does it let me? And, yeah, so this is freaking nasty. Uh, thankfully, this is the announcement after it's been patched. Uh, if you're running, uh, th- there's a couple of different versions of the kernel running around right now, but as long as it's one of the later fives, a 5.16, a 5.15, or a 5.10, the waiter of those forks, you're good. If not, yeah, you, you pretty much want to get on that, like, right now. It's, it's, this is a nasty one. People mm. think Linux are, is usually sort of immune to this sort of thing, but. Yeah, Apple users think the same damn thing too. But. Our next exciting <laughs> story, this is, NVIDIA. This is this is a picture of Jensen regressing, isn't it? I think. Uh, no, I this a, is a picture of the dickheads that were doing the hack. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, this All is right. about they a, threw like, a tantrum. A old kid, two-year-old kid, maybe. They threw a tantrum because NVIDIA dared to release a very small percentage of cards they couldn't mine on. Well, AMD didn't. AMD said, you can use your card however you want. We're not the police. Yeah, well, and then they didn't get hacked like NVIDIA or Samsung. The The group behind it is, oh, well, you know, we want you to open source your drivers. That's that's really what we're, we're all about. And then meanwhile, they're just all mad that their uh, stupid eight NFTs are getting valueless and they can't make more of them. And, and like, simply that's what it is. It's like, they're just pissy about it and then when people didn't really get on their side they went after samsung because reasons anyways now, now wait the, wait talk about the driver signing bit this is the bizarre yeah part. so there, there's two really nasty things that have come out of this yeah. one is that they've got a hold of two certs from nvidia so until nvidia can fix this and get the uh, authorities to agree to it uh if you've got a hold of this you can write whatever the heck you want and sign it as an nvidia driver and your operating system won't even blink an eye as it installs all whatever it is going to be. <laughs> and that, that's horrible. That's horrific. Uh, I didn't have time to look for an update today because uh, I'm assuming like cert revocation does take a little while, but I think it's been long enough that they really should have done it by now. I bloody well hope so. But then the other kind of scary thing about it is that uh, it's not going to be used right away. And for the most of us, it's not even going to matter in the near future. But what sort of stuff do they have on the NVIDIA deep learning stuff? Right? Because buried in that driver is going to be some of the, the, was several 20 gigs, 25 gigs, something like that, uh, worth of compressed data that they've got. So what is that going to mean if they've got a hold of some of NVIDIA's deep learning programs and can sort of play around with them and, hey, it's already ridiculously easy to fool an AI uh, just incidentally without even attacking them. And so if you got NV Torch and NV Cafe, that could be, you know, ending up in places that you don't really want hackers to be able to mess with remotely. So that does worry, worry me a little bit, a lot less than like them getting DLSS. So yeah, it's it's not great, but the reason behind it is just frustrating. It's, it's, it's up there with driving up to the local government and honking your horn until they change everything. Oh, why don't you guys just go block a bridge? Yeah. Oh, wait, you did, you did that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 
Hey, speaking of this mm. uh, nefarious group of hackers, their latest target is Samsung. And we stole yep. a bunch of stuff from them, too. And including the Galaxy source code. But they claim that no customer information was stolen. Oh, yeah, I did forget to mention the personal part of the NVIDIA one, which is that a, a whole bunch of NVIDIA employees got their data ripped. Yes. Wait, they, get, they got employee stuff. data? I didn't actually read that yet. Yeah, login, something like 75,000. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, internally, they had quite a bit of stuff down because uh, we yeah. had talked to them about an A10 card at work and actually on the phone with an NVIDIA engineer. And they're like, yeah, we can't communicate with certain people and there are certain angs down. And yeah, it just is. It was not good. It was, it was a bad day for IT and NVIDIA. Yeah. And so the same group the targeted story. Yes. Yeah. Targeted Samsung, yep. didn't they? So they, they confirmed it in a statement. They didn't name the hacking group. They just want attention at this point because I don't think they've actually gotten anything out of it. They're literally yet. throwing a tantrum. They claim that they got 190 gigabytes of confidential data, including source code from Samsung servers. Hmm. So we'll see. Congratulations. Well, you can make your washing machine run faster. <laughs> they're, they're not shy about releasing whatever they find, so we'll figure that out at some point. We'll know what the, whatever they've got. Do they even understand half of what they've found? Like, I feel like they're like, this looks important, and then start making demands. We have screenshots. Yeah, I don't know. We don't know what any of it does or how to use it. But we have screenshots. If if you put yourself into the shoes of the people who are in middle of do uh, middle of doing this, you never know how fast you're going to get shut down. So to your point, they're probably grabbing anything without understanding what it what it really is. Yeah. Um, at the time, and the good old Viking raid. Looking at it, yeah, and just looking at it later, trying to figure out, well, what did we get? Did we get anything valuable? I mean, you can sort of figure some things out by context, but you don't have a lot of time as a you know, that sort of group doing that kind of thing. Hopefully they get shut down fast. Speaking oh, look, Amazon. Down. Do you remember yes. the good old days when we used to bug Ryan by yelling out as loud as we could, hey, Alexa, can you ask Cortana if Siri knows where this was? And often they would fire up and interact. You just did this to yeah, like 10 people that was, right now. Yeah. You just I did hope it. I did. Researchers have devised a new working exploit that commandeers an Amazon Echo, forcing it to unlock doors, make phone calls, and make unauthorized purchases. Control your furnace. Control your microwave. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, this is not active as far as I know. It's uh, academic at this point, but it does exploit a vulnerability. So there's a paper. You can read about it if you're interested. This article came from Ars Technica. I think the underlying lesson here is Please stop putting these devices in your home that listens to everything. Convenience is inversely proportional to security people. Hey, before we move on to our AMD gaming he's, update, for some reason, I don't know why it's called that. I haven't looked at that right. yet. I want to mention, I saw this earlier and forgot to put it on the list. At Anontech, there's an overview of the new Intel W680 chipset. And what's interesting about this, this is for Alder Lake 12th Gen processors. It, and the, this is a proper workstation platform for them. And of course, as we know, Alder Lake... The high end of Alder Lake kind of is HEDT now because they don't have a separate high end desktop anymore, or at least they haven't for a couple of years. And they kept on re releasing Skylake over and over again when they did. But you can put an Alder Lake CPU, and I think the entire lineup is supported, and have ECC support, unlike the desktop platforms. So take that 12900K, put it in a W680 motherboard, error correcting memory. Now you've got yourself a workstation. That's nice. Not as good as a Threadripper, but it you know fast single single threaded different use cases I guess. Really good you know connectivity all that stuff. I like so, how Best anyway. Buy is taunting you. I, I'm I not familiar with the uh, W680 uh, chipset. Does that have it's brand overclocking new. in it? it? No. Okay. This no. Is, what? Why okay. not? It's got ECT <laughs> memory. It doesn't over. This okay. is a this right. is a workstation. That's probably what the W stands for. Yeah, I don't even see a chipset on that board. I was kind of looking at the picture itself, too, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure about this. This is an ASRock motherboard that Gavin Bonshaw at Anontech has pictured here in his article. Weird. It looks strange. Intel has a page for the W680 chipset, products formerly known as Alder Lake. The chipset itself consumes 6 watts. Supports overclocking. Yes. Yes. What? 
See? That's a Weird. good question. Maybe for yeah. memory? I don't know. At what point do you really start to, to need ECC? Is is there any truth to this idea that once you get past like 64, 128 gigs of RAM, that you're going to have problems if you don't Look, use man, it's, it's It's neutrinos. Okay. It's sunspots on the it's, surface of the yeah. moon. Let's move to our gaming segments. And we're going to talk about a bundle. Everybody likes Humble Bundles, apparently, Look, at PC Per. It's all bundles. It's all bundles oh, all the time in this All segment. the time. So Ukraine is trendy these days, and uh, there's a bundle for Ukraine. And you can everything you pay, I assume, goes to that. Goes company. to two Look, different charities. Yeah. I mean, okay. read the fine print here. It's 992 items for a 10 spot. Do you want yeah. that many items? I mean, I guess you could just but, give away mm, the codes. Like some of them are are games you print comic. out and can play. Oh, sorry, comic books, some other stuff. Well, there's like ten comic books and five books. Some of them are physical games you can uh, print out and play. Uh, there, there were a few here. weird ones. Like I didn't expect to see Super Hot in there. They just started Sup- this. And they have 80% of their goal of $4 million already. Oh, this is the second goal. They they originally were $2 million and just blew by it. Yeah. Make it eight. Yeah. Yeah. It'll get there. There's a lot. That's the fun thing about itch.io is you can have like a ridiculous amount of games. And every once in a while, it's just like, hey, have you ever played this one little weird game? I don't know. And you search in your itch.io one and... Yes, Thirsty Sword Lesbians is in there, Kent. You I'm guessing that. that there and are more sudden, of this type it. of game. More of the like uh, visual novel. Here's a Yuri visual novel of some kind. Uh, Joe Tun's in there. Yeah. Uh, look, you enjoy this look, sort of thing. With I mean, Come you, on. You like this There's sort of thing. Game. I'm just going to call Ukraine $10. Yeah, can I just <laughs> well, you can do that and not get a bunch of... This, this is not worth my time to go through... A thousand items and figure out what. Oh, you I don't want. go through them. You just search when someone asks. This, I mean, this is the modern version of game. those like one thousand DOS games, CD-ROMs, which is trash. yes, mm-hmm. exactly. That was, was what disc looks like. Wasn't that it's including round. with maximum PC that giant old magazine, the giant yes. one? No, like I'm talking like bargain tall Kmart. End cap. Also true. Thousand yep. game CD-ROMs that were like. Five you know dollars. what? Yeah, but that those dollars didn't go to Ukraine, so no, they Go didn't. Ahead. No. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm done. Another yeah. bundle. Uh, there's there's a a stealth game called Ripped Pants at Work. I mean, how could you not <laughs> want to play that? Just I'm past the it... point of wanting to play games just because of the novelty <laughs> title. It's like I'm not going to drink a beer just because it's some clever pun on a thing that I like. Uh, is so okay. I guess I can never gonna, move to Portland or Seattle. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. Okay, mm. uh, another bundle. Next. This is the ultimate racing sim bundle. It's just for Josh. Josh, wake up. Just yes, for me. You, you skipped over Look at one. This. But it's okay. got, what does it have? Assetto Corsa. No, Assetto Corsa is it's good. Drift 21. I've never played Automobilista. Automobilista. Automobilista? I haven't either. Hold on, iRacing that's very popular. Three month coupon, three month subscription to iRacing and hold on. coupons. There yeah. are coupons okay. for a Thrustmaster T two forty eight and a Thrustmaster T one fifty, including twenty yeah, percent off. Twenty percent off. Yeah, that's pretty big. Yeah, it's a good deal. How much is this bundle? Uh, pay what you want. Thirteen five, five. at least. Okay, so. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, that's this is why I put it in here is because of the 20% off coupons, three month subscription iRacing. A couple of other games look pretty good, but really it's the hardware. The hardware is so expensive. And a 20% off coupon, that's probably worth it. And you, yeah. then you can pack it in with these games. FT150 is about 175 bucks. <laughs> so $17. At, no, wait, 34. 30, 34, 34 bucks off. It's not bad. You've already saved. What it's worth. Yep. You get a bunch of free games. I, I skipped past this one, apparently. The Humble Heroines game bundle, which includes Bloodstained, Scarlet Nexus, Severed Seal. I, th- I thought it was others. important to throw this out for definitely all the women in the audience. 
<laughs> okay. You don't have to be a woman to play a game with a female. <laughs> something, protagonist. something. International Women's Day. Okay. Uh, would you rather yeah. if it's third part? If it's third person <laughs> view, let's just talk about this. You remember a All game right. called Tomb Raider? Do you yes. think if you're playing a third person game where you're watching the, the character model, would you rather yes. watch the back of a man or watch the back of a woman? And that sounds that's a chauvinistic. stupid question. I'm just that's saying. A stupid question. Now, Bloodstain is is 2D. It's a side scroller. It's like a modern 2D 3D type thing. But I don't know about the other ones. But, I mean, there have been a lot of games. Like, remember Metroid? That one has a female protagonist. Metro- yep. Metroid, Metroid, Metroid Prime. Many people. Metroid um, Prime. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Uh, let's move to picks of the week. And, Josh, your pick is... <clears throat> so, uh, you know, obviously things have been going a lot better in terms of computer hardware. And we've shuffled people off to the Newegg shuffle. And now it looks like the shuffle has shuffled off itself. So if you go to the site, that's not the site. If you go to the shuffle site, I don't that know is the shuffle site. What... <laughs> that's oh, all. Let me take a look. Me goes to the link. I did newegg.com slash product shuffle. Yep. And that's, it and resolves to, you must be signed in to view this page. So oh yeah. Well, anyway, so if you have to sign in, you'll see that the last Newegg shuffle occurred on February 22nd. So we've gone multiple weeks without a shuffle. It's over. I think it may be done. And that just means that video cards are a lot more common. I I see 6,700s now for less than 850, which that's big has never not happened until now. Well, yeah, it's true because it launched in the middle of everything. Well, yeah, but when it launched, that one day where you could get on Newegg and buy it for MSRP that one day. And they were quickly, quickly gone. And since then, it's been madness. Even I saw 3060 in stock for less than $600, which I have not seen that yet until now. Hey, you can still get 6500 XTs at around that 250 to $300 mark all day. Yep. Yep. Here's a 6600 XT for 599. That's a much better card. Yep. Uh, oh, that's We're getting there. Reasonable. Yeah. And the, we're not there yet. But, I chose the in-stock slider here. So these are available now. There are Yeah, but that's a stupid price. Look, a 3070 Ti for under 1000 bucks. That's That's not a stupid price. It's horrible, but it's it's better. It's horrible, but it's unprecedented. It, it <laughs> yeah. launched in the middle of everything. <clears throat> Look at this. A 3080 Ti for 1569. That's, that's that, almost reasonable. To get that. Oh my God, price, buy that. That was, that was 6900 XT territory a couple months ago, where that was the only mm-hmm. thing under $1,600. <clears throat> oh, wait. Was MSRP about 780 or something? Yeah. It, no. Yeah, 6900. No, a 3080 Ti was was $13. Twelve ninety nine, I think. Or is it, okay, no, so that's actually a reasonable price. I don't miss. Yeah, uh, it's 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 happening. It PC gaming Why might you... actually make a comeback. It's been such a depressing subject Wait, stop. for two years. What? Scroll up a little bit. Yep. Scroll up. Stop. Uh, yeah. Uh, Look, a, a sixty six hundred is four thirty nine, four hundred forty bucks. Nice. Not great, but still better my uh my benchmark is of course micro center mm-hmm. and i've been keeping What's track of the six, of i've been mm-hmm. keeping track of the 6800 xt there and their brown box price is 1099 for a 6800 xt getting there yeah so anyway shuffle away yes jeremy what is your pick this week uh oh well it's uh this this wonderful wonderful lady um uh, from De- from uh Denmark who created uh, a new type of slipper which I'll tell Josh about later because man, these things are amazing. Uh but yeah uh, for the hardware stuff uh you know what masks going to be with us for a while like it or not and honestly I probably will be wearing them in the winter on the bus because I like not getting freaking sick. 
I haven't had a cold or a flu this whole time, but it sucks that we're all throwing them out because, well, I mean, what else the hell are you going to do with it? Well, Hackaday has come up with something. It's a, uh, a little thing you can build on your own, which is an iodine mister, which is actually rated to sanitize procedure masks. Uh, you, you do have to play a little bit to uh, concentrate your peroxide because it is a peroxide spray that it uses, but it's a little rotational motor. It's, it's a fun little build. Like they, they teach you how to build it from scratch and you can actually clean and reuse the masks instead of just tossing them out and adding them to that great garbage pile in uh, the Pacific ocean that likes to get bigger and bigger and bigger. But honestly, I'd rather talk about the glare ups flippers. They're, they're just amazing. I don't see a link I to thought, these slippers. I thought people oh, just dumped those in the parking lot. I mean, that's where I see them. They eventually make it to the sea. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, here you go. You want one in uh, staffed? Oh, sure. They put it everywhere else. <laughs> Boiled wool. Hmm. Yeah, it's, these things it's are felt. Freaking amazing. They pound and boil wool to make felt yeah and they're thick okay switching to the nice. camera will really do it but all right hold on sorry you can sort of see it in the pictures better it's probably a centimeter and a half half an inch thick hold it up again and okay see it's oh i can smell the angle on it oh man I can smell I, I can it from here. Oh, there's cat hair. It's it smells <laughs> oh, like yeah. feet. Glurups, glurups, glurups. You know they're not Glurup. bad looking. I bet this is exactly the kind of thing that my wife would be into. I, I but don't know like, if I can show this to her or not. I, I was wandering around in negative twenty uh, out north of Montreal, and they were keeping me nice and warm. And here it's probably plus ten, and I'm not sweating. Like it's wool, it breathes. It keeps you at the temperature you want to be. Have boots. These things are amazing. Hmm. Okay, these uh, look easy to wear. They look like you could just slip your oh. foot right into them. You, that's exactly what you do. It's like a slipper, but it's a. Well, boot. these ones are slippers. Those are boot oh, okay. slippers. Oh, okay. Uh, just uh, for the low, low price of one hundred U.S. dollars, it's worth it. You could make these your own. Hmm. All right. As long as they last. We're all spending a lot of time in slippers. Yes. Okay. Moving on. I do. Uh, Brett has a pick. Yeah. This isn't necessarily, uh, you know, a sweet deal today, but um, it was something that I'm starting to enjoy. And that's this uh, DJI drone with a 2.7K camera. Ooh. And it comes as an entire kit with three... 30-minute batteries and a nice charging solution so you can pop all the batteries in at once and get that all going at the same time, as well as, of course, the... Uh, wherever it is back here. Sorry, got to look behind me. As well as, of course, the controller, which takes a phone, be that an Android or a, an iPhone. Works equally well with both. It's turned out to be it's going to be a fun toy. I looked around for the, a very similar one at a good price. They're kind of priced somewhat aggressively. Um, about the best you're going to be able to do is a little bit under $400. <clears throat> so $379 is actually not a bad deal for this. And the entire kit comes with everything you need, including three battery packs, which is a reasonable deal to keep things flying. Uh, supply your own phone. So this was my pick because I'm enjoying Cards it. Cards for the blades, which are kind of handy. <laughs> Somebody commented that China loves me. <laughs> I think you can't pick a bit of electronics and China isn't going to love you for it. Sorry. Yeah. I could pick the Golf R behind me. You know, if you could possibly get one, if you could possibly pick one up, choice. <laughs> but let's go. The Avril Arrow is a wonderful <laughs> aircraft. Just good luck getting one. Yeah. If you could get one, it's choice. Um, yeah. Uh, droning. Fun. I'm terrible at it, so to speak. I just let it follow me a little bit. The winds have been high here, but I'm looking forward to getting more experience with it over the summer. 
And three seventy nine is not bad for a full kit, ready to go with multiple battery packs and charging. That's solution. a savings of twenty four percent. If you're, it is. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, significant. God, I remember the uh, the first drone that Brian got <laughs> that he brought it to WakeCon, uh, <laughs> uh, and we we had this huge convention room, and they're flying around there, and they could do the double flip, and I don't <clears> think <throat> Sebastian was around for that one. No. No. Uh, for my pick, uh, as always, it's something esoteric. It's something completely impractical. And but uh, think about is this: it like, kale. You are. It kale? It's an electronics. It's a computer <laughs> component. Actually, say you're you're struggling. You, you just, there's something about stereo. We have two ears, most <laughs> of us probably. And there's something about the the sort of three-dimensional effect you can get from left and right channel audio sometimes. What do you call that, that makes, again? And if you're in HRTF. the mono world still, hmm. and you're just like, I, I want something more than this. Well, I, we have you covered because Creative Labs has released the Sound Blaster Pro. <laughs> now, this takes basically the guts of a Sound Blaster 2.0 but it doubles up on those sweet OPL2 chips, the YM3812. There's two of them. So instead of 8-bit mono, it's two times 8-bit mono, which is basically 16-bit stereo, if you, if you do the math. And it's it's lifelike and incredible. And maybe maybe if you just hang on a little bit longer, they'll release something that has an integrated solution that can do stereo, like an OPL3, for example. But that's mm. years away. So Madness. Madness. Uh, check it out. It's so affordable, especially one in box like this. Who would want one of these? They're so old. Well, believe it or not, people pay hundreds of dollars for crap like this. People, special people, special yes. people like you. It's very has, special people. This has, uh, if I find my camera here, <laughs> it has a, a MIDI connection kit in it and, and software and other things. Is that the 15 pin MIDI port again? Is that the, what that one is? It should be. Well, yeah, it's game yeah. port, but it's game port yep. slash MP four hundred one. Anyway, there's that. Uh, and with that, thank you so much for listening and or watching our podcast. We will probably be back next week to do it again. This has been the piece. It's of a habit podcast. You know, it's a, it's, it's a, a hard habit. habit to break. It's like smoking. We know it's bad mm. for us. It's just hard to stop. It's that rush that, and it's not really a rush anymore. It's just like a, a we've. It's a, um, what is that word? A dependency. Comforting. A chemical, de- yeah. a chemical dependency. It's we've comfort. already established. Just, Go ahead. I just show up so I won't get fined. <laughs>